This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> My boy Ricky, who I think you've met a couple times, uh-huh. bought bought his old lady one. Yeah, and and yeah, told my wife that, and she's like, mm, "That's nice." Like, okay. You know, uh, it's not maybe that's not her speed, or maybe that's just you know. Oh, I thought I had a sneeze. <laughs> oh. I was giving Matt like the yeah. You were giving me the countdown. We're, we're getting ready to go live. I, yeah, and, or, uh, or you? I thought you were about to drop a clip or something. But no, you just had to sneeze. All right, then. Apparently, I don't, though. <clears throat> My cocaine usage has been down lately, so. Okay, yeah, Yeah, sure. the septum, I'm sure, is starting to grow back. Yeah, all right. So, I, w- I wish I had money. I wish I had money and the and the lack of care for those around me to do cocaine. I really do. Uh, so, this a person I worked with a couple years ago who was an ex-addict. He was a uh, heroin addict. Mm. Um, great, for, drug, great drug from what I hear. <laughs> terrible drug from what I hear. Tremendous. As far it's, as Here's the thing about heroin. It's great. As f- it's huge. As far as I know. We're going to get the best heroin. The problem with all the heroin deals, we haven't been doing the deals to benefit Americans. We will do deals for heroin for Americans. He just did a deal for heroin. Did you not hear that he uh, I actually heard something about that. <laughs> like, he's, he's done a great deal for heroin. The, the Surge Part 3. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, Obama did two of them. Yeah. And now he's going to do a third. Uh, or maybe it's a fourth because I don't know if Bush did one. Um, but yeah, pushing more troops in Afghanistan. Got to expand that heroin de- uh, trade. Well, anyway, anyway, you know, it's necessary. Uh, and don't this, be rude. this is kind of gross, but but this this guy I, I worked with and I don't I don't keep up with him. Do but, I know who you're talking about? Um, maybe. Uh hmm. Anyway, he he's as far as I know, he's still clean, which is good. He was been at that point been like five years clean. But he told me a story one time about how he was snorting heroin, mm-hmm. and uh, he had this clump up in his nose, <laughs> like you know when you get like you know when you're stuffed up and you get that that clump. But just you can like, tell, yeah. If I could just either snort it up in in into my palate or blow it out, we'll be good here. Yeah, we'll be good. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know. But mm-hmm. it's just blocked. He said he had one of, one of those, so he blew his nose into a handkerchief, and a person came out, and he said like a bunch of mucus and blood came out. Yeah, <laughs> and he ate it. What? Because he knew that it had more heroin contained up inside of it, and he wanted more heroin in his body. Wow. Yeah. Did he get? Did he get? Did he experience anything? Well, he was, was already it? high at the at that I, point. I, I would imagine you would have to be. Yeah, because it was like a half hour after he snorted a, a nostril full of heroin, yeah. and then, <laughs> like, he's like, "Oh, there's some heroin still up there." Yeah, let's make use I'm of not, it. Yeah, exactly. So let use me. The, yeah, as every good heroin addict knows, you use the whole nug. That's right. Well, Just they, like they the don't ancient come in nugs, but using you know, the, well, you know, I'm not familiar. I've, it's been a while since I bought heroin. It's been a minute. <laughs> like my last lifetime. Yeah. Like my parallel life now. No, I was thinking about parallel universes the other day. Oh. Because I was explaining to my wife the Berenstein versus Berenstain, you yeah, know, yeah. idea. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I think there's parallel universes. And she's like, why would you believe in that? And the hundred, because I'm such a skeptic. The hundreds of other Mandela effects affect, uh, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, res- oh, those, residue. 
Yeah, the, that's, those that's type around. of like glitch in the matrix type things. Or retconned is yeah. another uh, sort of phrase for it. Um, but yeah, there's 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 dozens and dozens of instances where people remember specifically mm-hmm. one thing being one thing, and now it's something different. Uh, the latest one is Beatles lyrics. I've oh, seen really? a, a ton of posts on uh, the Glitch in the Matrix forum, retconned Mandela effect forums <laughs> about how... You know, the places that you go. The places you go to find out about these things. Uh, I, it should be obvious to you, listener. Come on. Yeah. Uh, it's all Reddit. Real anyway, quick note no, about Reddit. My, my buddy at work the other day... He real said, quick note about Reddit. It'll be three minutes long. <laughs> no, he, he mentioned the other day, he's like, because I was joking with him about news and I was like, yeah, you don't get on our conspiracy much. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but all I do is our trashy. And I was like, I was like, well, let me take that to the next level well, for there you. There you go. Our trashy boners. Whoa. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah. And, he, and he just looked at me and then he just starts laughing because he knew that it was a real thing. <laughs> I'm sure he's already like gone to all trashy, trashy boners. He just didn't want to admit it, you know? I, I doubt it. He's pretty... It's, it's Aaron, the guy... Yeah. You know Aaron, yeah. Because the next he, step is our trashy porn stars. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that subreddit exists, by the way. I'm not sure. Well, uh, it does, and there's a single moderator, and it's you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like my my wholesome porn our, stars. Our trashy BBW. Yeah. No, uh, I like um, uh, uh, classy porn stars. That's a great re- subreddit. Great, fantastic subreddit. Old sc- our old school cool NSFW. Oh. You're welcome. Well, there you You're go. You're welcome. Yeah. You want to see Betty Page nude? You know you do. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, you do. All the boobs were pointy back in the fifties. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Because like the brassiers were all like pointy, and so like, yeah, it was yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Is that pointy I boobies? There's science behind that. I don't know. I assume so. <laughs> I I would hope there's a scientist out there who's like, you know what? I've Oops. I've spent twelve years studying physics, biology, chemistry. Now let's uh, multiple degrees. My thesis will be on boobs. <laughs> my my thesis is: Do brassiers uh, intrinsically affect Boob the shape, shape yeah. of breasts? <laughs> I'm going to devote my entire life to that. Yeah. The day that he has a GoFundMe, I, yeah. just all the monies. You know what? If Kinsey can can spend 60 years studying the orgasm just because he wants to get laid, <laughs> totally what happened. Is that who the, that's who Masters of Sex is about, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it was all a big scheme to have sex with as many women as possible. Well, you know. And to watch and them And good have on sex. them. Yeah, no, not really, but. Anyway, what was we talking about again? <laughs> I don't know. I cut you off with Reddit, and then we... You did. Uh, uh, no, Beatle, Beatles lyrics. Oh, yeah, Beatles lyrics. Beatles lyrics, the in the like, the past yeah, yeah, yeah. couple weeks have been really, like, people are like, I totally remember this as, as a, a different lyric. Hmm. And that's that's a, a group of music that's right? pretty... that, that people remember, yeah. and they know the lyrics. You know, 30 years later, they can, they can quote you the lyrics, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, they've changed. So it's a little odd. Hmm. It's a little weird. You think there's parallel? You think we got? You think we're bumping into a parallel universe or a parallel consciousness, Matt? Um, I think that there are many, many different realms of possibility. Uh, I think that uh, when we when we look all at of very, which I disagree with. No, when we look at very, very small particles, um, yeah. you find that uh, you can change Wait, and, and predict. When did we start studying your penis? About, very, about the, about the same whole, time we started pr- very very small particles. Uh, about the same time we started studying your, your brain, your penis. So they'll remember the joke is mine because I got it in first. Very small particles. That's what she Matt's said. Penis. I'm subconsciously putting it into the universe that Matt has a small penis. Small, everyone. It's very small. It's not 
Uh, the tiniest it's not small. It's not small. It's it's the tiniest winners. <sighs> Welcome back to give that some thought. Uh, it's been like three weeks since we recorded. It's been a minute. Yeah, my schedule's been nuts. My wife's doing a show. I think we put out one show in the past six weeks or five weeks. Oh maybe. God, Matt. See, yeah. when you put it in your terms, I always mm-hmm. feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a parallel universe where we've put out uh, that's a show a a daily. We yeah. do a daily episode. Yeah. That's the parallel universe where uh, you don't don't have a wife and kids. That's right. Give that some dailies, and yeah. I'm so happy there. That's no, a parallel. I'm sorry. That that's was a, a, I that's a parallel that. universe where uh, you married someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, my wife is uh, doing a show, regional uh, premiere of the show, actually. First company in the region to do The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I went to see it last weekend. It was, it was very well done. Yeah. Very well done. It's the best one they've ever done, and I told her so. It was it was, it was really good. Uh, although, uh, beef to pick with the writing of the show, which I know they have no control over, so don't take it as that. Yeah. But uh, Quasimodo doesn't get shit. So Quasimodo, at the very end of the show, like he does all the work to yeah. save Esmeralda, all yeah. the work, and doesn't even get a kiss. Like, yeah. the, like he gets friend zoned like a mother effer. Yeah, it's a tragedy. And it, I was like, the, the, I was Quasimodo, like, Qua- what? Quasi- Quasimodo does not sing from bell towers like they showed you in Disney movies. No, Quasimodo, like the he's, a, he's, a, he's a sad, tortured. <laughs> is a tragedy. Yeah, it's 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 friend zoned hard, and then you die. Yeah, exactly. And you never get what you what you pine for, and you work for so long. It's it's actually a retelling of the the tale of uh, Cyrano de Bergerac, which was this guy who was he was a knight, and he was. Ugly, like mm-hmm. like women would cry and like women would you know hide their children and and, <laughs> and men would vomit at his visage. Are you talking about Shrek? <laughs> no, but Shrek is based on on Cyrano de Bergerac as well. Nice. So there was so, but but he's brilliant. He's brilliant. So when he wears his helmet, yeah, no one can see. He's he's the the most honorable, beautiful knight in all the land. Yeah, he's the the greatest knight shining armor because he's a great fighter and he's brilliant. He's he's. All his words are poetry. Yeah. He knows just what to say. Okay. Yeah. He's like Dano's mind in Ryan Gosling's body mm. with the fighting prowess of Floyd Mayweather. Okay. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so so he he hides his face behind his helmet, mm-hmm. and then but but there's this woman that he absolutely loves, right? Mm-hmm. But so he can't wear his armor all the time. And she, uh, he's loved her since the, the day he saw her for years and years and years and years. Yeah. <clears throat> and she is obsessed with this great-looking knight. He's just the the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. She loves him. Yeah. He's stupid. He's dumb as a box of rocks. He's right. absolutely retarded. Like, retarded, retarded. <laughs> and he's a terrible fighter and a coward. But she loves him. And so the ultimate sacrifice to make her happy, he uh, he tells the the stupid... Uh, retarded, cowardly knight, what to say to her to make her fall in love with him? Oh wow! And you know, you know the whole sitcom shtick mm-hmm. where, um, you you know you're on a date, you don't know what to say, so your buddy who's real good with women has an earpiece in and like tells you Ours what right to say. You. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that was created by in the story of Cyrano de Bergerac because Cyrano, Cyrano hides in a bush and tells. <laughs> The dude, what to say as he's I'll standing he up? As he's standing up uh, underneath her window, professing his love in the moonlight, and they're all Cyrano's words. Yeah, and in the end, she goes off with him, and they make babies or something. But Cyrano de Bergerac is just lonely, like just no more purpose in life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and there's a big reveal about how hey, it was actually me and my words the whole time. Yeah, and you were actually falling in love with the things that I was saying and. 
the person that I was, and she was like, "But you're ugly," <laughs> as women are, and it proves cutting and, it, and awful. Yes, all yep. of our stories and myths have uh, tell us about ourselves, and the one thing that it tells us with women is that they will always go for the beautiful guy instead of the guy with you know the brains and and. <sighs> This has been give. Uh, this has been Matt's uh, uh, Matt's depression hour. Yeah, Matt's sadness hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to give that some thought, though. Uh, it's been a minute since we did one, but yeah, I saw the show. It was great. I was yeah. Quasimodo got snubbed majorly in the end. Mm-hmm. Like they should have rewrote it to where he at least got a hand job or something. Well, they did in like, the Disney film. That's, <laughs> that's how it ends. He gets a hand. It's, it just ends yeah. with a hand job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should watch more Disney. <laughs> You should. Are you kidding me? All the things that in Disney films. Oh, I believe it. Oh, speaking of that, did you watch Moana? No, not yet. But I, I, Matt, I, I have it on my hard drive. It's I'm been going like to four watch weeks. It. I know, but it, every time I'm like sitting down and I'm in the right headspace, I'm like, you know, the past two weeks I've been really watching. Past two or three weeks I've been really watching my money, right? Because I just bought this car. I'm trying to get titled. So the whole weed thing the for me ride, yeah. has been on lockdown i haven't really been smoking the oh, past month or so that's why matt sounds so sharp ladies and gentlemen. pretty much this whole month like i don't know i haven't smoked i'm saving that what i what i told you about earlier yeah. um like a teeny tiny little nug i'm saving that for when the show ends but i haven't smoked since sunday game of thrones so like three days nice now um but in, anyway that that aside uh i haven't I've, i haven't every time I, i'm like oh it might be a I haven't smoked in like two days. I'm going to see if Jason has a little weed. I might spark up a little bit. I don't want to waste it on a kid's show. You know what I mean? Like I want to watch Always Sunny or the new Rick and Morty or something like that. Like I want to enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I want to I want to watch or do something that I'm really into rather yeah. than something I'm just doing just to see what's up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Um, but because but you, you did give me the instructions. You said get really baked. Yeah, exactly. And watch, and Moana. watch it. Yeah. Because I want I want your thesis. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so I, many so many occult references. Uh, I don't doubt it, um, but the uh, like Disney films in the nineties, like you, you, I mean, you you've seen that before, right? The 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 penises, the dildos that are on the cover of the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah 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 right? yeah. Um, I don't know if I buy all those, but no, they're on there. Nope, <laughs> they're like they they're not on there anymore on the new ones that you buy. But I remember when that rumor first started, like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, you went out and bought all the Disney movies. No, no, we had we had an old copy that was like ten years old at my mom's house, and I looked at it, and sure enough, there were like five dildos. <laughs> that castle was made completely of dildos. Yeah, like and it was no, you can't mistake it at all. And there was even one where like the surface coming up at a certain angle, uh-huh. and it, it looks like the spunking penis. <laughs> that aside, uh, in the Lion King, there's one where uh, it's Simba and Nala, and they're like coming together. After uh-huh. having been separated for so long, and they're adults now, and Simba like plops down on the ground, and like dust flies up, and it spells out sex, and then dissipates. Uh huh. That's a real one. Like there was uh, films in like sex was subliminal thing in Disney films in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Disney, you should not allow. That's like, probably why everybody that watched them turned into a whore. You think? You think? <laughs> you think giving young men, young boys and girls. Completely uh, unattainable uh, sex objects to lust after when they're when they're five years old. You think that's not turned gonna, out well? You think yeah. that's going to mess them up? Everything is sex. Preposterous. No, no. I got it. No, I'm all never the, uncomfortable. No, exactly. Like I don't know. Like all the women I date have, I have to deal with living up to the Prince Eric stereotype. I can't fucking do it. Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> 
Really, man? Because you impressed me as a Prince Eric type. I'm almost there. I just don't have the jawline. And that's mostly genetics, you know? <laughs> I'm a great uh, sailor. I have amazing seaside kingdom, uh, you know? Yeah. You're getting there. You're getting there. <sighs> but no, I, I, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, what media, and this happens to me and happens to men, too, not mm-hmm. just women. Mm-hmm. But we we in media, I think over the past thirty years, we've been given this fairy tale with no consequence. Yeah, right. Like so, in the fairy tale of Quasimodo, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the the tale is that he 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 does all this and gets absolutely nothing in the end, and gets yeah. pushed aside and snubbed, shoved yeah. out in the cold in the end. The Disney one doesn't really end like that. Like he's he doesn't get with Els- Esmeralda, but like he. Like there's still something there, right? right? So she's still holding on. But so you, you, like the message there is, hey, yeah, you're ugly, but she still loves you for who you are. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Because <laughs> if someone with more money, more resources, yeah, who is better, better looking, smile, better, yeah, better looking comes along, she yeah. will leave you for him. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the way biology works, and it's not women's fault; they can't help it. Yeah. Nor is it men's fault. When they want to date somebody with bigger boobs, it's biology. Okay, it's something that's driving us. We have, we have, we don't have as much control over as we think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just don't. And we we all think that we're altruists who who love ugly people, right? For for themselves, <laughs> like that Louis C.K. bit. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> no we're one not. sleeps down. Yeah. Exactly. And if you feel bad yes. for one of them, you can go out and find one and. Them tonight, yeah. Like, yeah. No one sleeps down. <laughs> Everybody sleeps up. Everybody who's look, who, all fives are looking to to have sex with a six or seven or an eight. Yeah. All nines are looking for somebody who's a ten. Yeah. That's that's just biology. It's nobody's fault. That's just how the world works. And but when you take children and you feed them fairy tales that say, no, that's not how the world works. No, no. No, love you, you, for who you, you are. get all your dreams, yeah. and you're, you're, it's your, you know, Ariel lost her voice for half the movie, but it was her personality ultimately in the end, not her great singing voice that made Eric fall in love with her. No, she was a redhead with a hot snatch, and he wanted it. That's why he fell in love with her. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he had to fight a giant octopus, a, a social justice warrior, to get to and win her heart. <laughs> Okay, but he did it because she was a hot redhead, you know, who uh, who just happened to have a nice singing voice. What do you think about all this anti uh, anti fascist uh, rallies, man? I don't know. I still want to want to go off on Disney. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care. Is there more to go off on? Apparently, wasn't Disney an asshole? Walt Disney himself didn't he like shove people around or like what? What's I thought there was like some dirt on him. I thought he was like actually like in person, like not a good dude. Uh, no, no. As far as like in person goes, um, every he was. I thought he like fired people and. No, like, he, really he was, ruthlessly. He was he was very ruthless about how the park was run. I know that. Um, uh, the only it, he was very ruthless about the way the park was I don't run. I don't know where I got that idea. And from. how how things are done because he 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 was the one who really when it came to entertainment mm-hmm. was the first one who was like we have to protect the brand. The Disney brand is a thing that mm-hmm. can no in no way be dismerged. It has to because we're dealing with children's expectations and their fantasies. And their imagination, so we have to always live up to that expectation. Yeah. So he was ruthless when it came to the creative side of things and how the park was run and how the film, Maybe that's what the I'm films were that. made. But no, he wasn't. He wasn't a a, a jerk. From I've, I've best never heard, Disney movie though, Jungle Book. 
I've never heard a bad thing about down. about Walt Disney, except the fact that he was a 33rd degree Mason. He was a very oh, high. Really? He, yes, he was. He was a very high ranking Mason. Um, he was also um, uh, there's rumors about his pedophilia, but no one is able to substantiate any of it. And you think you know after after so long, somebody would have come forward, and no one's really There'd come be forward something official, yeah. to say anything. But that could be because you know Disney owns all the money in the world. Um, we run on a Disney economy. <laughs> I, I know that you know Disney and Nickelodeon. Uh, that Everybody's got to have friends. Definitely pedophiles in, in that for a minute. Uh, there's definitely pedophiles in 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 Disney now. I think. Um, well, but that's opportunism, at, though. If you look at Nickelodeon, I think that that's uh, you know I don't know. Anyway, um, but uh, the one thing that's really weird, if you look up, uh, do some research about Walt Disney and Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yeah, there's a they made a movie called Tomorrowland, but it was uh the world of tomorrow was the resort right, okay part of it um and uh there's it was set up to be like this is what we're going to do tomorrow like this is the future right right but then there's also a part of that area of that part of the park that exhibit or whatever that was closed off to most people hmm. and so they a lot they a lot of people a lot of crazy conspiracy theorists speculate that it was actually like Walt Disney had like advanced alien technology that he was <laughs> he was transporting he people to alternate dimensions and all this other stuff that's crazy and, and off the wall. Yeah. Although they made a movie about that a couple of years ago starring George Clooney that's called Tomorrowland. It's an interesting movie. It has a lot of weird symbolism and hmm. occult references in it. Uh, but there was a club that this is a confirmed thing. Uh, there was Club Thirty Three, and it's still it's still around. Uh-huh. It's still a thing. Is that a secret society? It is called Club Thirty Three. Uh, Thirty Three. Uh, Thirty Three. Masonic Mason. Masonic yeah. number. Uh, also a number in Thelema. But uh, Club, Club Thirty Three is only available to celebrities, like you and and people with enough money. Like you have to be a billionaire or world famous in Disney movies. To be a part of that club, and what is it's it's a uh, it's a perks? part it's, like, a, it's, it's a part of the resort where no one else can go in. No kidding. Yep. And you like you, it's there's a lot of people have speculated like what it is, but uh-huh. it is like there's like you know the but who are there confirmed examples of people that we know are a part of it? Yeah, like, I mean, well, there's confirmed examples of employees, Hannah who, Montana or something. Like what's who who is uh, who? Will Will Smith, George Clooney. Um, so there's uh, some official Bill folks Clinton. that are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So but but it is it is a real thing yeah. that exists. But there's you know, like the regular Disneyland park and then there's like the gold package, right? Yeah. And then there's like Skip the, the exclusive VIP and then there's like the presidential and then there's thirty three. Hmm. Which is like, you know. Yeah. So exclusive that they try to keep anybody from knowing about it unless you're a member. Huh. No kidding. It's 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 weird, man. Now I really want to uh, go to the Disney parks. I've Although never felt that urge in my life. Meredith, Meredith it's my wife's family is really into it. Go a yeah, couple yeah. times a year, once a year, that type of thing. That's you know whatever. Apparently, the food is great. I've heard it's like because apparently, I guess at one of the resorts, uh, like in the Florida one, there's like different places where you can get food yeah. from all over the world and it's authentic and that yeah. sort of thing. Well, if you give me thirty five dollars, um, I can give you the best corn dog you've ever had too. <laughs> like, give me thirty five dollars, I will buy ten dollars worth of corn dog yeah. stuff and I will make you the best corn dog you've the ever had. The thing that gets me though, when it comes to food and, and parks, I will t- keep twenty five dollars. That's right. <laughs> And you'll boil one, or you'll fry one that you got from Snooks. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, there's the the thing that gets me about food and parks. It always amazes me, and it will it will amaze me, and I will bring it up this winter when we go there. Uh, every time I go to Silver Dollar City, it is 
it blows my mind that there's no alcohol for sale in there. Yeah. I mean, it is just, I just, I can't understand it. And I, I, I wish that there were because <laughs> it would make it so much better. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's just, it's crazy to me that there's no alcohol in there. We've talked on this program before and in, in person before about. Well, the uh, Mormons own Silver Dollar City. So our, dis, our disdain for. But it's weird. They will sell Diet Coke, which the church also has a problem with if you read far enough. So, and I can't come in with my three wives. So, which is it, Mormons? Which is it? You know the Mormons have their flaws too. They're really nice people, but uh, they're but a shitload of double standards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just you mean <laughs> double standards, just like everybody in the world. Yes, Addison, just like everybody in the world. Yeah, but still, like for the church to to preach and espouse one thing because they're really big into. I, I think their whole thing is like addictions, right? Because I've spoken to Mormons before, and they don't like. There were two Mormons that used to work at at. Uh, my job with me and mm-hmm. and one time and it was funny because and this this was this was one of the crowning moments of my life where i where uh you i think you'll appreciate this because you've had a couple of these and you know the inner feeling that you get um but th- there was one night when they were leaving work it was a husband and wife and they both work and they always work the same shift and they were they were so they would they would smile so much that it was creepy seriously it was like it was like a chucky doll type thing like i'm like just wipe that off your face, mm-hmm. please. And one night they're leaving work, big grins on their faces, of course. And they're leaving work, and I'm closing up, I'm doing my thing. And and they're getting ready to leave, and they're holding hands and smiling as they're leaving. And I'm just like, F is it with you people? And I just said to them, I said, uh, so you guys just started here um, just a couple weeks in. I was like, did you guys just move here? What was the deal? And they're like, yeah, we... Uh, and I, I thought this beforehand, but but they said this, and they were like... They were like, yeah, we just moved down here from Utah. And I was like, are you guys Mormons? I just <laughs> said it just like that. And they go, yes, we are. How did you know? And I was like, because the t- creepy, awful vibe in Utah. <laughs> and the fact that you don't drink caffeine. Like, and they were, see, that's the thing. I think if you're more strict, because I think the religion is really into addictions and they don't want you uh-huh. to do anything that's addictive. And so some people that are really into it don't do the caffeine thing yeah. either. It's almost like not imbibing toxins gives you a more positive, healthy a- attitude towards oh God, life. That then, please, that then translates. That then translates. Caffeine is not a toxin. It is your, Shut the man. fuck up. That then translates into your personal relationships and makes them Whatever. more healthy. It's, How it's, dare it's, you? It's, it's it's almost like if we took uh, away no. stimulants nope. and alcohol and all these nope. other things that are that are that are poisoning our bodies and and keeping us Caffeine from is not being healthy. It, it is. It is the shitty science hour with Matt, ladies and gentlemen. No matter how little or at what time Caffeine of the day, is all natural. No matter how little or at what time of the day you imbibe caffeine, it disrupts oh, your sleep cycle. Whatever. This is a scientifically proven fact. You can drink you can drink one milligram of caffeine the moment you your eyes open in the morning, and it will mess with your sleep cycle that night. It it's the scientific factual truth. Okay, all caffeine disrupts your sleep cycle in some way no matter how small okay and the sleep cycle is very important for things like positive a- outlook and how you treat other people when you're sleep deprived you're more irritable or when you're not sleeping correctly you're much more irritable so if maybe maybe the mormons have it right they're not they're not imbibing caffeine or this other stuff that keeps them from having bad bad sleep they get really good sleep they're really rested they're they're fully rested the way you're a, a person is supposed to be and then they're like oh you know what that my, my wife man i love my wife my kids sometimes they do things that are naughty but oh, i wouldn't trade them for the world no i i tell you what i've met some mormons 
I've, I've seen the Mormon memes. I've, I, I, yeah, I know about all the whole polygamy thing, which is no good. But I'm telling you right now, man, I, I, I've seen Baptists. I've been around Baptists and Catholics and non-denominationals and all sorts of different religions. But there is no nicer people across the board that are more joyful and happier and nice to themselves and each other people than Mormons. Allow me to throw a wrench in your uh, theory. They're the nicest people in the Have world. Have you heard of Scientologists, man? <laughs> They're a bit of awful people. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. I'm, I'm telling you, man, there's something, there's something about it. It's not the no caffeine. Maybe I'm thinking maybe it is number one, but I number two, didn't have caffeine at all. Dude. Maybe it's just maybe it's just how their churches are structured. Their v- churches are very structured around family. You know, mm. it's it's the church and the families that make up that church, and then the individual families. So I I think I think either that a they have the whole no caffeine thing right. Oh God, how dare you! Or they have the no they have the church thing right in that the church is made up of families, right? I should for Lent next year. You should give up weed, and I should go with caffeine, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, we should do that seriously. Right. Yeah, let's do it. Because I'd, I'd be interested to see if I can function without it. Okay, yeah. In all seriousness, so Lent of what year? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mark you down for 2025. Lent of 2025. Oh, now look, kid. Everybody's got to have friends. Hey, fellas, are we his friends? We're your friends, we're your friends, we're your friends to the bitter end. It's so good, I love this song. When you're alone, when you're alone, who comes around, who comes around to pluck you up? I remember watching this as a kid. And I was just like mesmerized. When you are and when you're outside looking in, who's there to open the door? Come on, kid, we need Come on, kid. What friends are for? Who's always eager to extend? A friendly claw. <laughs> the ending is best, though. It is, yeah. With Chirkan. Give it away. Nope. There's kids listening. You know? No, they're not. And if they are, please turn it off and speak to your parents. Yeah, you're a bad parent if you're listening. Yeah. You listen, kids listen to the show. There's mature themes and nudity in this show. There are. <laughs> you take it, kid. <laughs> Mowgli has long so been my favorite Disney we're princess. Watch it forever. Tony's holding them on their shoulders. That's what friends are. Bravo, bravo. An extraordinary performance. Oh, God. Have you seen the new Jungle Book movie? 
the live no. action? No. You have to see it. I'm not interested. No, you have It'll to see it, It'll ruin that one for me. No, it won't. No, it won't. Well, no, it won't. Because that one is its own thing, and this is its own thing. You need to watch it. Because is they, it Selena Gomez in the new one? I don't know, but they do all the old songs. Really? Are they any good? You did good? not know that? No. Like, I didn't know that. They do all the old songs. Like... Like the King Louis and Shere Khan, or not Shere Khan, but King Bare Louis Necessities and Bare Necessities and, and um, no, maybe I should say um, it. Uh, the Python. What's in the Python's name? Oh, uh, 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 Ka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlett Johansson does Ka, mm, and nice. she does his, this, that song, hmm. "Trust in Me" or whatever. And then, um, um, who's the uh, comedian? Um, Bill Murray plays Baloo. <laughs> no kidding. And he does the Bare Necessities song. Nice. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, they're doing the voices. Apparently, The Rock has a really good singing voice. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, he I plays. Was talking about if you watch Moana, he plays one of the characters in there, and yeah, he sings yeah. all his own songs. Apparently, I didn't know that. Oh, My wife go. informed me of that. Oh well, wow. Yeah, because she's you know she's all- she's around the who's who and the what's yeah. what of uh, the Hollywood singing community. And then I see I you know you see all <laughs> these uh, he's 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 doing this commercial blitz right now on television for. Um, uh, Bill Murray or The Rock? No, The Rock. He's doing like Google or like Amazon or oh, whatever. Oh, is he really? Yeah. And uh, they've... The, I'm sure he only gets paid like 14 the, bucks an hour. The internet, the weird thing on the internet is people were talking like, you know what he... You know, people are like, oh, Kanye 2020, you know, or Mark Zuckerberg 2020. Right. And then some people inevitably chimes in, you know who'd really be good? And I don't... I know that this is completely out of left field and no one else thinks this, but you know who would be really good? The Rock. Yeah. He'd be like a great president. And you're like, you shill. I, I honestly do think... You think he's going to run? I, th- I think they're setting him up for like a no politics kidding. or something. I think so. Well, you know, it's funny. In, fi- in five to ten years, I, th- I think so. It's funny. I know you're not... Uh, <clears throat> I know you don't get on the gram a whole lot. Not on the gram. Nope. You're not. Uh, but this was on the popular page my the other the ounce. day. Thank you. <laughs> hey, oh. This was on... Oh, yeah. He's just the rock, of course. Uh, this was on, let me see if I can find the one. I don't know. Uh, maybe not, but he does, he does so much, like he does so much do-gooder type shit and I'm fine with it, but he does so much of it that it's almost like, it's almost like what's up your sleeve. Yeah. What exactly. do you want me to do yeah. for you? And and the, the, like, this was the one that was there, uh, the other day. And I saw it and I said, you know what? I had to stop what I was doing. I had to take out my iPhone. I had to shoot this message. This message was for a young lady. Uh, she's a fighter. She's so strong. Her name is Lucretia Norton. Lucretia lives down in Texas. This is a massive surprise <laughs> surprise for her, by the way. She has no idea I'm doing this. I'm so excited about that. You know, Lucretia, I heard you're a big fan, and I appreciate that. I thank you so much. I'm so grateful to hear that. And to the world watching this, Lucretia's a fighter. She's so strong. She's fighting cancer. And she's got about five or six more rounds of chemotherapy. And she's staying strong. She's staying in there. And I want to show the world. This is Lucretia. She's going to freak out right now. There she is right there. There's Lucretia right there. She's holding her saxophone. One of her wishes was to get a saxophone. She wants to uh, play in a jazz festival, see a jazz festival. She wants she wants box tickets to the Cowboys game or to the Texans game. And she loves her some Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Lucretia, I appreciate it. I'm pulling for you and stay strong. Bye. Um... I thought they were supposed to be like you know, like those uh, make a wish things. I thought they were supposed to be like big grandiose last wishes. Uh, the girl named Lucretia wants to play in a jazz festival. Seriously, and that just sounds like destiny. She's still got chemo. <laughs> like she's not 
Like the doctors haven't thrown up their hands and be like, yep, okay. Yep, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he does he does so much of that yeah. that I, I just get the vibe from the dude that I'm yeah. like, what what okay, what's in the what's what are we working on here? See, I I know I know it's called make a wish, but I always assumed it was make a death wish. <laughs> you know? There's hold on, I gotta write that down because that's the name of the episode. Make a death wish. <laughs> you know? Make a kid's dream come true. That's oh, you're right. not dying? No, doctors say I'm going to get better. Then what am I here for? Exactly. GTFO. No. Uh, By the way, if you're legitimately dying and your last wish is for us to come and visit you in the hospital, yeah. we'll do it. But you have to prove that you only have hours to live. Exactly. A certain not, amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to waste my time with somebody who's going to make a recovery yeah. and then go on to live a better life than the one I'm currently living. <laughs> not happening. I'm only going to come and visit you. If you your life is definitely one hundred percent going to be worse than mine at the end. <laughs> now you've heard of the Make a Wish type things though, like you know, yeah, that's why to meet the Rock type sure, thing. Yeah. So let me ask you this: so you know that they need to be grandiose but attainable, right? Sure. So you're on your deathbed, Matt, uh-huh. and they say, <sighs> "Yeah, yeah." Doctors say three weeks tops. We've done everything we can. Three weeks, eh? Yeah. And a doctor says to the other doctor, "Obviously not a weed smoker because we wouldn't be in these shoes." Yeah. And he. <laughs> Three weeks. Make a wishes down the hall for some cancer kid, and they swing by your room, Matt. And they say, Matthew, and they're just like, "Hey, Matt, uh, we, w- we there's nothing we'd like more than to give this thirty a thirty four year old person <laughs> who squandered most of their life <laughs> the wish that they want." No, yeah. So they say, they say, they say, Matthew, we were down the hall uh, granting another kid's wish. We heard about your scenario. Mm-hmm. We're so sorry. We're deeply touched. Yeah, it hurts us. What can we do for you? We'd like, we, we, we would like to grant a wish for you because you've only got three weeks left. That's what the doctors say. What would you like, Matthew? Uh, I would. <laughs> Matt rolls over and says, get that nurse with the big tits back in here. <laughs> Just let me go. <laughs> Just once. She's, she's, she's been changing my bedpan for two weeks, guys. <laughs> I've enjoyed the view when she bends over to pick it up, but right. seriously. But come on. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you, you can only get so sexy. You, you can only get so sexy in a nurse's uniform. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, I would probably ask to see uh, my hero, my personal hero, Chris Jenner. <laughs> and then when she shows up, I would slap her across the face as hard as my cancer-ridden body would allow me to. And then I would say thank you for being the final nail in the coffin of Western civilization, <laughs> you bitch. And I would die peacefully. <laughs> Knowing that your last act was something that you did for the country you loved. <laughs> the civilization you Not just had. the country, but the whole world. Western civilization in and of itself. Like, thank you. Oh, God. Thank you for starting, starting the cancer cluster that then spread to the rest of the world and destroyed things like integrity, <laughs> character, <laughs> morality. I mean, it, it's not her fault. She didn't start it, but she, she her and her her coven, which is what it is. It's a coven of witches. If you don't, if you watch, if you look at them, even even from just a, a brief overview of what the Kardashian Empire is, if you look at it, you, how dare you? Caitlyn is a hero. You can't under you can't come. I don't see how you can be a thinking person and come away with any other conclusion that that is a coven of witches who draw on the power of celebrity, famous black celebrities. And they did it first with OJ, and they keep on doing it. And they chew them up, and they spit them out, and they pull out all the energy out of them, mm-hmm. and then they 
let him go. So what do you think Kanye's name will be when he transitions? <laughs> Kim. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's an interesting theory, to be sure. Uh, I don't know sure. that I've given a lot of thought to it. Yeah, well, I'm not opposed to it at face value, though. Uh, I do love me some Kardashians, though, man. Uh, I mean, I, my personal favorite is Chloe, just because she's so, oh, she's just because so she's so big. Yeah, she's like, so round. Like she's 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 an Amazonian. Like she's in, <laughs> well, in that point, like I'm like you right. know they say that OJ's her father. You've heard that, right? Really? Or I think really? it's Courtney. I watched your documentary the other day. One of them, one of them, like when he was in prison, they were going back and forth, and they were trying. It was actually an episode of Keeping Up. With, do you not? You don't TV. I those? don't. No, I don't. Do watch you not keep regular. up I'm, with the Kardashians? I'm, I'm about a season and a half behind. I'm okay. so sorry. Okay. Well, you know, when you get there, you'll see that. <laughs> apparently, it was a storyline in the show that they were trying to get him to take a paternity test, and he wouldn't. OJ. Yeah, because they thought because there was a chance that Chris was cheating on. Uh, Bruce. Wait, no. There's a chance. They're, they're, they're trying wouldn't. to. If they're going for the paternity test 25 years later, there's not a chance she was cheating on Bruce with OJ. She was <laughs> cheating on Bruce with OJ. Well, then there you go. It's that's not a. That's not even. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't make that a storyline and I be can't like. Remember which one that they they said. I think it was Corny. I don't remember. But there was one that they said they're like, yeah, we think who uh, who because apparently she was the only. Like member of sort of the Kardashians that kept up with <laughs> pun intended kept up with him while he was in jail. Oh, I thought like you were he, about, she about, called him like every day. I thought you were about to say that didn't come out looking or like regularly. a monster. Oh, <laughs> Kim does not look like a monster. No, that you know, she's she the does. epitome she of looks, No, she looks like a monster. She's a hobbit. She's How a gross you? trolley <laughs> hobbit who only <laughs> looks good thanks Hold to on Photoshop. One do, do, do. <laughs> Bitch, are you sure you're not a hobbit? <laughs> That is one of my I'm making a fool out of myself. <laughs> now, it is true that she smokes that long pipe down by the fire and, and hangs out with that wizard. Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> South Park reference, if you don't B- Bitch, don't how realize. is you not a hobbit? Because <laughs> I'm making a fool out of myself. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Love you too. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, Kanye shows up as Aquaman. It's great. Um, no, because uh, I'm I, uh, the the Chloe. She's definitely the one for me. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite Kardashian because I'm like Dwight Schrute in that way. Like <laughs> I'm like I have sex with this woman and breed like a thick giant army of super huge men. You know, uh, big. Oh yeah, yeah, thick. yeah. So if you plug Chloe Kardashian into Google, like the third suggested result is Chloe Kardashian father. Oh. So I think I think she is the one that is because and then Google's answer is Robert Kardashian, but I think I think that was where all the uh, like they thought that it was it yeah. could be OJ because she's the only one that kept up with him when he was in jail. But apparently, no. Speaking of OJ, apparently Robert Kardashian was totally not a lawyer for a long time. Like he was just he was literally just a like a, a pal of OJ's, mm-hmm. and then when OJ. You know, slaughtered those two bitches. He he reactivated his attorney's license so he could hang out with him every day and go to the courtroom and hang out with him and not have any because attorney client privilege and never did anything for the trial. Like yeah. never actually was his lawyer. Yeah. He was just like his pal. And uh, and then there's that bag of evidence that he supposedly destroyed for him and everything. Like it's pretty bananas. It's actually pretty bananas the role that Robert played. Pal or handler. But okay, here we go. My favorite part of the show. Because well, you, I mean, hold on. you know, what's a handler, Matt? 
a handler Tell us. is somebody who handles another person and makes sure that they do what they want. That one that might say, "I'm your handler." Do. For example, uh, you know, if you were in my business every single day, telling me <laughs> what to eat and what to drink and how to dress, yeah, sure. Um, but no, uh, in the MK Ultra world, in the mind control Illuminati sex slave sex kitten uh, world, which uh, which to- you are all familiar with, dear listener, which I, I don't know how deep we want to go here, but totally does exist. Like mind control programming is a real thing in Hollywood that actually happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Google mind control Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you will see a lot of shocking evidence that that. I mean, let's just let's just face face facts, okay? Okay. These are billion. The heads of these studios, the people who own them, the people who run them, these are billionaires and millionaires, mm-hmm. okay? Who are first and foremost businessmen out to make money and attain power. Mm-hmm. Not unlike you or I. Yes. <laughs> so, are they going to see somebody who gets fifty million dollars every time they make a movie in the box office, or a hundred million dollars, or two hundred million dollars? Are they going to see them as a person or as a commodity? Yeah, well, I think that's a given. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> society treats them like commodities. Exactly. With exactly. the whole TMZ style headlines. Yep. Like, it's, that's yep. what we want. So, so, we've created that culture. How much more are you, the person who owns their contracts, who's making the movies, who's putting them in these roles? How much more are you going to try? Who's making directly making money off of them and their talent and the, how much people love them? How much more are you going to be controlling them and trying to control them? Yeah. Now, if you know anything about mind control experiments in the forties, fifties, sixties in this country, you know that MK Ultra, Project Montauk, Project Monarch, uh, um, MK Naomi, these are all real actual things that happened like the u.s government and the military was experimenting with how to make mind control assassins sex uh sex slaves uh psychic assassins this is all documented things that our government actually did in the 1950s and 60s so did you learn this at the enchanted attic no uh, it's a local y- joke. Y- you also you also uh, look at the uh, Hollywood and the intelligence community in this country. Yeah, um, the military industrial col- complex, but specifically the intelligence community, the CIA, and what they've how they've been in bed together since really since the 1940s and 50s, really since the Red Scare in Hollywood. Yeah, right. McCarthyism and how the Red Scare in Hollywood like blacklisted actors. It wasn't the fact that those actors were communists. It's the fact that those actors weren't. Playing the, playing by the rules that the studio execs were setting for them, because, let's face it, media controls the mindset of the country. Yeah, news media, uh, is the most influential uh thing in this country, right? As far as to shaping public opinion. For the past year, most media outlets have been saying Trump is an evil, racist, fascist. Mm-hmm. And half the country believes it because they've been told that. Doesn't matter what he's done. Uh, doesn't matter to them uh, what the real facts of the situation are. Doesn't matter what he's done. And Donald Trump is not a, g- a good man. He's evil person. Yeah. But is he more evil than Bill Clinton? Is he more evil than Hillary Clinton? Is he more evil than Obama? Than Reagan? Who was not only... who was, Who was... 
whose wife Nancy was conducting occult rituals every week in the White House during the 80s, who Ronald Reagan was having sex with men in the White House in the 80s, so was George <laughs> W. Bush. It look look at uh, I'm serious, man. Look up look up the callboy um, scandal of 1988 for the White House. Like they were they were bringing in male prostitutes to the White House every night. This is this is not speculation. This well, is not is, blowing is. it out of out of my butt. This is what actually happened. Okay, yeah. so when you have that sort of degeneracy and that sort sort of uh, like Donald Trump is no more worse a person than every single president who's who's preceded him since um, Andrew Jackson. Okay, that was the last no, good president. So, no, I'm I'm excuse me, Teddy Roosevelt. That's the last president you would have happily voted for? Teddy Roosevelt was the last person with some backbone and character who actually cared about morality and uh, upholding the good and the right and fighting the, the, the dark against the light. That, yes, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that all that aside, yeah. yes, uh, uh, programming mind control happens to actors all the time. Yeah. There's a reason why, and I brought this up before, there's a reason why after every mainstream actor, Hollywood A-lister, has their big, you know, every celebrity has their big mental breakdown. They're all sent to UCLA Medical Center, the Ronald Reagan um, UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles. And the guy who founded the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles was the same uh, was the same researcher and same doctor who was also working on in the 1970s MK Ultra and MK Monarch. Okay, and. Britney Spears, Amanda Bynes, Christina Aguilera, okay, uh, Kanye West. Uh, uh, what other famous celebrities? Lindsay Lohan. Okay, when they have their mental breaks, mm-hmm. they always go to that hospital for rehab. Every every celebrity that you hear suffering from exhaustion, they all end up exhaustion. How can right? celebrities Quote, be that exhausted? Let's be honest. They <laughs> all not doing sixty hours a week on their feet like <laughs> I am. I, I should be suffering from exhaustion. They all end up at Ronald Reagan <laughs> Medical Center. Yeah. So, because eventually the the mind control wears off, so you have to go back and you have to do another round. This is this this is this is the sh- the shady. Uh, this is this is the deep seated seedy underbelly of Hollywood, right? And we we, you know, uh, people like uh, you know uh, Chris Pratt or whatever. You know, he's a big star right now, mm-hmm. right? You don't think that that he was controlled in some way. Right, I mean, hmm. you know, all that to say, Matt, will you vote for the Rock if he runs for president? Chris, so so recently, <laughs> and I don't hear a whole lot of celebrity news, but somebody at work was talking about. We were talking about Parks and Recreation. We both like Parks and Recreation, yeah. right? And he mentioned, "Oh, did you hear that Chris Pratt was getting divorced from Anna Faris?" Oh and yeah, there was big news. They, they've been married out. for like yeah. twelve years now. Yeah, since before both of them were stars. Yeah, and they're getting they're getting divorced. I guarantee you that's so that Chris Pratt can be on the cover of all the tabloids. Oh, he's dating this star. Oh, he's dating this star now. Just like they did with Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, and all this other stuff. Yeah. Because if you have a healthy, stable relationship that lasts years and years and years, you're, you, you, you can't be on the cover of all the tabloids. You can't be on the cover of People and In Touch. Oh, well, not know? without a drug problem. When was the last time Keanu Reeves was on the cover of In Touch magazine? 
or the National Enquirer. When was the last time Michael Caine was? And these are guys... Keanu Reeves has been married to the same woman for like 25 years. No kidding. Michael Caine's been married to the same woman for 50 years. Right? And yeah, they're in movies all the time. But, you know, they don't get the... They're not big, huge celebrities, right? Yeah. Because they don't play the game. And, you know, they're in the in Hollywood, so they play the game a little bit. But there's only... You know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, it's just... it's When you really step back and look at entertainment, you realize that it's all manufactured for one end. And that end is to control the general population and to make us do things we wouldn't normally do if we didn't have that constant popular entertainment and media Mindset. siren blaring yeah. into our ears 24-7. Yeah, it's... It, we wouldn't it, buy the things we buy. We wouldn't follow the things we follow. We wouldn't care about the things we care about if we didn't have constantly have people like the Kardashians or Chris Pratt and Brad Pitt being thrown in our face saying, this is what you have to be. If you haven't attained this, then you're not really happy. <laughs> And so we yeah. go after those things, and what those, what do those things do? Those things end up destroying the fabric of our integrity, of our character, of our families, because we think that we need to have a flashy car when we're 40. We think we still need to be a sexually viable person who can still uh, get ladies uh, when we're 40 years old. No, you don't. You're a father and you're a husband, okay? You don't, need to, you, know, you don't need to be that, so therefore you don't need to have a midlife crisis and alienate your wife and look like a douchebag to your kids, you know? You can go ahead and be a healthy member of society. But when you have constantly have that in your face that when you're 35, you still need to be hot and attractive and have a have a career and children and raise them and you know. But that's that's a, a, a false equivalency because you can't raise normal, healthy children and have a career where you're a respected female CEO of a company. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. It's not something that could be done. Therefore, it's you. It, you're being fo- sold sold a false idea of the nature of reality. Yeah, and it leads to a lot of unhealthy behaviors and and the way we see ourselves. Most mostly, it leads to depression because you're not good enough to the standard. <laughs> well, you know, if the standard is comparing me to Brad Pitt or Chris Pratt, uh, I'd say you're almost there, man. I'm 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 you know I'm a Ryan Gosling level. You know, I may not <laughs> have you know uh, the jawline. I much of a prefer Clooney. Shia LaBeouf. <sighs> I tell you what, man, I have the neurosis. Just- I have the neurosis and the crazy tendencies of the Shia LaBeouf. I just need the... Don't let your dreams be dreams. He will not divide us. He will not divide us. He will not divide us. Fortune got you. They got you, Shia. Uh... Anyway, I'm sorry. Do you hear this nonsense about, speaking of celebrity, do you hear this nonsense about Joel Osteen not letting folks into his church till the internet beat the shit out of him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh my I, God, I that guy! That. that guy looks so. He looks like a snake oil salesman. That's the issue with me. Like, if you don't look like it, but you are, well, you know, I can understand why some people might be fooled for you. But that dude looks like he's sells snake oil. Well, yeah, but I mean, people want to buy snake oil. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, honestly, and that's that's that really is the maybe that maybe that's the root of this past fifteen minutes I've been ranting mm-hmm. about Hollywood is mm-hmm. that it taps into what we really want. Well, it, it, as it, flawed being. it taps in. It taps into our desire to be entertained. And desire to accept fantasy over reality, if we can. Yeah. And so the megachurch pastor who God is just continually blessing. Yeah. He's just blessing, blessing and blessing and blessing, constantly blessing him. He doesn't know what to do what with all the blessings. Okay? 
He's got a smoking hot wife with a boob job and, and fake lips. And, and God's just giving him and keeping his hairline exactly where it needs to be. And he's got millions of people following him. And his television show's amazing. And his books all, all sell. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, they don't talk about how the government invaded megachurches in the 1950s up until the 1980s in order to, to, to nail down a voting block. They don't talk about how uh, people like um, uh, John Hagee and Billy Graham were promoted in the 1960s as these great leaders by the intelligence community in this country so that they could sway huge swaths of voters in the 1970s and 80s, which they ended up doing. The moral majority and the right, like, they start, because, okay, so Lyndon Johnson in the 1960s, using the Civil Rights Act, was able to take all black people in this country and make them vote Democrat. That's, That's a quote. And I've quoted it before on the show. To you, so I don't need to repeat it. It has the N-word in it. Yeah. But the whole point of the Civil Rights Act that he passed was about convincing black people that only Democrats were looking out for them. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And in the 1980s, the whole televangelist movement that started was all about convincing... White people to vote Republican. (laughs) Was all about convincing Christians to vote Republican and only Republican. And it worked. It worked. Beautifully. It, it still did. Um, and it's, yes, it still does. We're still seeing our grandparents and our parents who are still ingrained in this mind control oh, that's uh, him. They're ideology. They're talking about it on Fox News. They're oh. interviewing him. Oh look, oh, look. Oh, they're in there now, Matt. They're there behind him. Um, no, so so I had this oh, wow. interesting run-in with black culture the other day, as you do. <laughs> and this isn't a racist sure. joke. This yeah. isn't a racist joke. And I'm really not trying to be racist. Did you have- and, and if anybody hears this and thinks that that's really not what I'm trying to do, please understand. I was over in Florissant for my wife's show. They're doing it at the Florissant Civic Center Theater. And that was great and all. And then that was the night of the fight. And I had a couple hours before I had to be at the casino where I was watching it. Like two, three hours, you know. So I was like, eh, what am I going to do now? And there was somebody watching the kids, uh, you know, at our house. And I was like, I'm not going to go there. Um, and I was like, okay, I got a couple minutes. And so I hit a couple stores in the area, you know, just kind of looking for stuff to buy and sell. But ended up buying a pair of jeans, whatever. Went to the Target. And as I was walking into the Target in Florissant, Missouri, uh, from North Lindbergh there, there was a woman who was on her uh, phone, uh, her Bluetooth headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, sure. No. Well, it wasn't held up to the ear. Because they, 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 they never do. They never do. never do. They never do. They're too greasy. You, <laughs> get, phone, you get grease all over your phone, face your phone, you can't scroll. Um, don't be rude. But, <laughs> but... I and, told you before. That's the reason I think it. That they that, and, well, it's the most viable reason I've heard. Either that, or it's my conspiracy that that uh, big phone, the big phone companies, uh, when they sell phones to black people, they lock them on speakerphone. That's <laughs> that's my other one. Like that, that actually makes so much sense. Like it'll literally only work with Bluetooth or speakerphone. Yeah, because you never see them holding it up to their ear. Yeah, never. Yeah. Like the day you see a black person holding their phone up to their ear and talking, they are trying to signal you, my friend. They have been they have been kidnapped or they are under duress, and you need to, you need to see you need to see what the problem is and get to the bottom of it as a fellow human being. Okay. Uh, uh, although I know I think there is an alternate theory that the reason why black people always use speakerphone in public is that they also they want you to know. How, uh, not only are they a terrible douchebag, but the person they're talking to is also a terrible douchebag. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyways, she's on her Bluetooth headset, <laughs> and she's on the phone, she's so and racist. she's she's yelling into the phone. Well, not yelling, but she's just she's just talking. 
at a well decent volume. Well, we'll for, say. Uh, she's talk. She's black. Black indoor voice. Yes, not well, that's right. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> And she's she's talking on her phone, and she's saying something along the lines of now this isn't a direct quote, but it's something along the lines of that's what I told her. That's why things aren't going well in her life because because she's withholding money from the church. She's withholding money from God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I and I was like, interesting. That was just so interesting to me. And and because I've I've kind of had a up close and front seat with black folks. More so in the last two years than I have the rest of my life. Yeah. And I've been experiencing things and thinking about things and looking at it. And one thing about black folks is that they can do, from what I see, and again, I'm not trying to raise it, I'm not trying to whatever, but in my experience and what I've seen, more so even than other people, or maybe they're just not as blatant about it, but more so than other people, they can do whatever they want Saturday night as long as they're in church Sunday morning. Like, it's that mindset of, like, I'll be in church. Mm-hmm. This doesn't matter because I'll be in church. And I don't mean that, and you know, like, that St. Louis Catholic vibe yeah. that that is so prevalent in this area. It's not that because they're not Catholic churches. Blacks aren't Catholic. Yeah. By and large. No, they're, they're Baptist. They're, they're just not. Yeah. Um, or when they're independent, you know, apostolic that's type, because, <clears throat> type That's because Catholics things. know that, yes, they can do whatever they want and they can be absolved of it mm-hmm. and their sins will be forgiven. Mm-hmm. But they have to do homework for it. Oh, yeah. They have to say yeah. some Hail Marys yeah. and some Our Fathers. Yeah. You Black know. folks aren't down with the homework. <laughs> if they, you know, they... Obviously, just look at school you know, stats for the last 20 years. They got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drop the mic and end the show right there. That's <laughs> perfect. <sighs> no, but what I'm saying... There's was never it. been a better time joke in the history of man. Uh... <laughs> Dear listener, you are listening to history being made. It's so funny I can't even laugh because it's so truthful. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing that I've noticed is that... They're not good students. (laughs) No, that mindset Some Some of them are, but by and large, I'm racist. But anyways, but like that mindset of like, You'll do whatever, but you'll be in church Sunday. Like it, it, that seems to be an underlying prevalent theme. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm talking people that have like, you know, multiple, you know, on two and three marriages, you know, sleep with whoever they want, whatever. Just, seriously, act however they want, and I'll be in church Sunday. Yeah, and don't don't you say nothing about the man of God. Yeah, like that, like just that. It's a slice down the middle, and there's there's one side of thinking and then the other. Yeah. And nary the two should be mixed. Cheddar Block may be running hose all week, but he's right. in church on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Know? And Cheddar Block, he's got the best hose. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And like, the fly of suits be... when he walks into church, he's always like, uh, <laughs> doing the George Jefferson down the aisle. way more prevalent uh. in that community. Yeah. Well, and it was just interesting because I saw her talking on the phone, and she's like, "And that's what I told her is that she doesn't, she's things aren't going well in her life because she doesn't get." And I was like, "Really?" And then it reminded me of uh, what's his face, David Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, David who, e. Taylor. Who, yeah, who, who, who we attempted to get on the program, and the invitation still stands. Uh, but uh, you know, and it, and it made me think. I was like, ah, I wonder if that's like a more prevalent thing. But I mean, I guess like all these big TV, like your Joel Osteen's are white folks too. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. to me, it's more dangerous because, like Joel Osteen, like if you listen to one of his messages, he doesn't open the Word of God the entire time, right? So to me, that's not as dangerous as the person who opens the Word of God and misuses it. No, I think it's, I think, it, I think it is just as I think it is just, just as, as dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, because well, ultimately, you're you're what you're doing is 
But we're having to use a little bit of truth to throw a lie in your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but, rather than just I'll just lie. <laughs> but but here's the thing: you're you're still selling a person. Or maybe it's more disingenuous. Is you're what I mean. still selling the people who are following you and watching you and coming to your church. You're still selling them. This is religion and the past to salvation. When actually, all it is is the past to masturbation. Yeah. The emotional. I go to church. Yeah. Exactly. I can feel good about yeah. myself because. Uh, I tithe because I go to church because I do the things that everyone else does and is acceptable in my peer group and group of people. Therefore, I can feel good about myself. It's like social media. It's kind of like what we're doing here on the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a form of uh, emotional masturbation where you're not accomplishing anything mm-hmm. besides making yourself feel good about yourself. Um. And I think if you if you listen to Joel Osteen, and sometimes uh, I have, like, because you know on Sundays, like he'll he'll be on like Saturday late Saturday nights or, or you know Sunday Sunday evenings or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'll be flipping past like Trinity Channel or whatever. Like, oh, Joel Osteen, I wonder, wonder, wonder what, what wonder what this wonder what the good word Joel's bringing. I wonder what the, this big chinned <laughs> buffoon has to say. Uh, and it's just it's it's fluff. It's it's, it yes, it's it's. You need to repent and you have sin in your life, but guess what? At the end, Jesus still loves you. And I dare wouldn't name that sin. Yeah. There's yeah. there's no standard by which you need to need to hold yourself except for, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Which, if you read the Bible at all, is clearly not the whole message. <laughs> yeah, there's like, a few other things. There's, yeah. there's a standard to which we must obtain. Like, sin is a real thing that we do, yeah. and we need, we need to expunge it from our lives and, and it's not it's and, not it's yeah. not about the cycle of sin repent sin repent sin repent it's about the cycle of purging bad character and towards flaws from yourself yeah. towards being the best version of yourself every time every 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 day when you wake up and and mm-hmm. constant constant improving <laughs> i've got a new thing i say to folks at work you know first and, and and grace comes into factor when you know because you know you won't be able to obtain perfection and not sinning yeah but it doesn't let you off the hook of you just have to reach the water you just have to reach the mark of saved and yes you fall down but as long as you get back up to saved no every time you become every time you you become better right more more whatever however you want to phrase that every time that you become the best version of yourself that watermark of sin goes up yeah so you know, you first come to Jesus, and that watermark of sin is real low. Yeah, real low, because you've got a lot. But to him who knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. So, and the that, more you learn, and the, the more, more you, you learn, yeah. the wiser you become. The more, the the more of a of a of a of the the longer you walk the path of salvation, the higher that bar of sin of what your sin is and what what sin, is sinning is gets higher and higher. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so. But the whole the whole thing of those televangelist preachers isn't, hey, there's problems, and we as Christians need to do something about those problems, and we can't just rest back on our laurels, because I mean I think that is the message of the gospel. It's yeah, that there are serious problems in this world, yeah, and we we need to be doing things about them. Yeah, we need to be calling out and we sin have the truth. and yeah. pointing the finger and saying, no, that is sinful, that is wrong, that is messed up. Can I help you not not be messed up anymore? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but 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 the the whole message of of the televangelist is is yes you're sinful and terrible but but you're fine. And I have the answer right yeah. here. Yeah. Right here and on this this toll free number 
right here on this address, right here in this in this box to check how much you want to donate to this ministry. <laughs> Call for prayer. Yeah. Call for prayer, uh, my prayer cloth, my holy oil, whatever I'm peddling. I have the answer for you. And I don't think that anybody, any true pastor can speak from the pulpit. Any any true teacher or messenger of the gospel can speak and say, I have the answer. Yeah. Because ultimately it's built on faith and faith in something that is unseen and unknown and can't possibly be seen or known. So therefore, no one can actually have the answer 100%. All you have to do is just check these boxes and you're good. No. It's 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 all religion is ultimately built on faith that you have the right answer, and you're constantly uh, moving around or changing the goalpost. Well, that's not a really good way to say it, but you're constantly perfecting that that constantly level trying of, to get a better sight of the goalpost. Yes, yes, you're constantly you're you constantly go. trying to uh, uh, a clearer understanding of the truth. Yeah, uh, you know, because you, I don't know, I don't know, man, like. I don't know, uh, uh, but it's distressing to be, to hear somebody say, "No, I have all the answers. All you have to do is yeah, is follow me." And I, I'm like, five thousand years of philosophical thought of, <laughs> of civilization, not Couldn't just Western civilization, yeah. but Eastern and Western civilization. And there are still Buddhist priests who are like, "Yeah, okay, well, who knows, really?" <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe not. And there's still <laughs> Orthodox priests who are like, "Who knows, really?" Uh, yeah. You know, and there, <coughs> there are still Church of Satan uh, people who are like, who knows really? Yeah, you know, yeah. And five thousand years of philosophical thought of 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 religion and and the evolution of our thinking Means and how we understand the universe. <laughs> and we still can't say, oh, yep, this definite answer. This is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the context. Of, oh, when you said when you said wake up every morning and be the best version of yourself, I. T- <laughs> the new thing I say at work when people ask you, or, hey, how you doing? Or good morning. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Another day where you wake up, go through the motions, and hope your brake lines go out on the way home. <laughs> That's my new one. <sighs> it just, oh man, it's just such a day in and day out. And it's, just, I, I've really struggled with just that feeling of feeling like I'm going through the motions of everything. And I, I'm just like, Blech. Yeah, but sometimes, I hate it. sometimes that's it, man. Sometimes that's the only time I escape is alcohol. Please go grab me some. <laughs> I only have bush beer. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, uh, you snob, you, you snob. I'm not drinking bush, please. Bush is it's working man's beer, man. <laughs> that's your problem. Is that you think that you could still be highfalutin and drinking your seventeen dollar shot tequilas and whatnot? No, you're seventeen dollars. You're working man. You the go- last time I paid seventeen dollars for a shot. I don't think I've ever paid seventeen dollars for a shot. I don't think I've ever been a place financially where I would have been okay with spending seventy dollars. Whatever you, you need to find your yourself a good working man's beer. Okay, is that it? That's it. And just start drinking it every night. And not every <laughs> night, but but being okay with Most with with drinking something that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, because because it's mine. <laughs> yeah. Because bush beer is terrible. Uh, unlike stag beer, which is delicious and refreshing, and uh, a dollar less per eighteen pack than bush beer. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Yeah, I really struggled with. I feel like I'm going through the motions. Well, okay, it's been, but, our schedule's been rough but, though with but, my wife with the show. But been having a lot of conversations. You know, this is like not the only time that you've I felt like I'm going through the motions. Felt like, like yeah. this is not the first time. <laughs> 
And, and uh, uh, can I? Probably not going to be the last. Uh, no, it's definitely not going to be the last. I can tell you that right yeah. now as one of your best friends and uh, somebody who knows you. But, like, you know, only a handful of people know you. Yeah. D- looking over the arc of the past decade of yeah. friendship with you and, yeah. Uh, like, like, yeah, this is this is a low point. It really has been a decade. That's nuts. Yeah, it has. Uh, you know, uh, so this is not the last time you're going to feel like this and not the first time. And sometimes you have to fake it till you make it and yeah. fake it till you feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, just go through the motions and hope that you'll, uh, hope that one, one day you remember the meaning of those motions again. And yeah. You know, that's what'll be. And what, what 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 got you through it? Yeah, the bridge that was built. Yeah, it's funny to, to give you an idea of Matt, Matt and I's friendship. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, I was here and I was either editing or something, and you were like, "I'm gonna run to get something." I don't remember what it was. A cheeseburger across no, the street. Yeah, I think or it was something. like a month ago. It was like a Mickey D's. I went to go, yeah. go do a Mickey D's. And run. you came back, and I I kind of chuckled when you walked in the door, and you were like, "What's what's what, what?" And I was like, "I just thought of like," and the only reason I didn't do it really was because Jason was here. But I was like, I just thought it would be so funny <laughs> if you walked back in and I was sitting in the exact same spot doing the exact same thing on my computer just right where I left it, but I had no clothes on at all. <laughs> and it would have been too. <laughs> like you literally, and I, I know what your reaction would have been. I know exactly how it would have played out. I would have been sitting here and you would have you would have looked over at me and I would have been <laughs> had no clothes on at all. And you would and you would have been like, God damn it. <laughs> Yep, and I would have sat back down on the couch exactly, and and picked up the controller or the the remote and or just whatever. gone right yeah. back to it and been like, put your clothes back on. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Well, because it's not. It, it would have been the first time I would have seen your penis. It wouldn't be. No. No. I think. I think. Were we up into double digits now? How times you've seen my penis? Are we still? I think it's still. I think it's low. still single digits, and I hope to keep it that way for at least at least a while. I'm, I'm thinking like once per decade. I know I'm not going to be scared, like. Like less than that is like it's not going to happen. Yeah, because you're just going to be like be reasonable. Yeah. Exactly. You, at a certain point, you have to be reasonable with yourself about your expectations of your friends and and your relationship with them. Yeah, and so like it's been it's been a couple years since I've seen it, but it's I know it, yeah. it's it's gonna. It's, I think the last time was when I, I I pushed it up on the glass at the table when we were all out there, me, you, Dan, all my brother, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and we were smoking some of that pipe weed you had. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't remember how it came about. <laughs> Organically, I think, but and then I and then I because you had a glass table and I and I mushed it against the <laughs> mushed it against the glass. And then there was that time that I was living at Kenny's and you, we were having some beers, you and me and Dano over over at the house and like I think I went outside to pee or something, didn't I? No, but no, it was one of those extended goodbyes that we used to do, like you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out, no, I car. remember this one. Yeah, I was out front. Yeah. <laughs> And you were like, I got to pee. That's the one where you insist I jerked off at you. And that's not what happened. There was a back and forth motion from the head <laughs> to the base of the shaft. And there was uh, a, a softness to a firmness that happened with the consistency of the penis. That is not true. Uh, so I You're count that seem like as... a pervert. Oh. I'm, are you not? <laughs> do you, don't, do you deny that? You're a dick. That you are a pervert? <laughs> no, and so we're like, you know, standing at the cars or whatever, and like, you know, Dano and I are still talking and whatever, and you're like, I got to pee. And so you stand, so you stood right in the middle of the front yard. <laughs> it was probably three in the morning. Yeah, but it, on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a nice neighborhood in St. Peter's, and you whipped your penis out, and you started whizzing all over the place, and then you like... As you were shaking off drops, you shook it at us in a very, That's not- in a very 
suggestive manner. Though, uh, I guess I want to say. Come on, um, I've that, done far more suggestive things. That yes, no, absolutely. I don't disagree with that statement at all. Uh, <laughs> and 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 Matt, and that so that happened. You're making me sound like an asshole to our listeners, and I'm not. You're not an asshole. You're just uh, you're just dick <laughs> in my front yard, whacking it. That's not what I was doing. <sighs> Anyways, uh, we'll play this, and I don't know if you will recognize it. Perhaps our listeners will, and recognize its significance, because I believe this event has happened since last we were joined upon this program. Okay. This has been, give that some thought. Uh, thank you to all our fine sponsors for this episode, uh, including uh, Addison Todd and his <laughs> generosity. See, I have to repair my image now. Thanks for listening, everybody <laughs> out there in Disneyland.
This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.